Hello, I'm Hannah. I am the Community Outreach Director at Three Crosses. Today I'm going to talk about how you are being made holy. When I became a Christian, after I got past the initial shock of it all, that I was completely helpless without Jesus and that I really needed him to save me, and that he was so kind and loving that he was willing to do that and had actually already taken care of it by dying on the cross and only asked me to trust him and repent. After I got past the initial craziness of finding out where I fit in all that, I recognized, as I think many of us have, that there now needed to be physical changes in my life, lifestyle changes, things that needed to go or other things that needed to be added. No more swearing, no more partying, additions of things like Christian community that was based in a church with sound doctrine, the addition of prayer and Bible reading into my daily life, etc. What was amazing to me after I trusted Jesus for the first time was that desires for some of these things which I had never desired before, came to me. I didn't even seek them out, they just came. I desired to be around other Christians. I never really liked Christians that much before, but now I wanted to be around them. I wanted to watch how they lived, to talk with them and learn from them. I wanted to learn about God. I also lost my taste for a lot of the old music and the language that had filled my life before. And there was a sense in which some things God just changed for me. But, and I think that many of us can relate, there were many other sins that stayed and that continued to be a struggle. The sin of pride, the way that I can always justify myself and pass judgment on others, lust, materialism, lack of self-discipline, prideful and selfish ambition. And so I realized that something had happened when I came to the Lord. I was saved, justified. My desires were different in many ways, and the Lord had indeed given me a new spirit, the Holy Spirit. But he also called me to holiness. He said, be holy for I am holy. This is a repeated command to God's people. It appears in the Old and the New Testaments. And I could not obtain this holiness simply through a sort of mystic, photosynthetic process of just sort of standing there and absorbing, soaking up all of his goodness. This is not his design. In his wisdom, he had not simply done all the work for me and made me perfect, just like that. He now bid me follow him, the kindest shepherd, through this process called sanctification, which by his mercy will last for however many years I have left on this earth. Second Thessalonians 2.13 says, God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. God, in his wisdom, has designed that we should be justified through Jesus. The price of our sins is eternal damnation and separation from God. Jesus, in infinite love, came and paid that price for us in his torture and death, and then he rose again. 
and that Jesus should send the Holy Spirit to live within us and help us do his will. Because without the Holy Spirit, we could do nothing. Even though we were forgiven, we would still have no victory against our ongoing fleshly desires. And then after sending the Holy Spirit, then that we should be saved through sanctification. In other words, God's design for salvation is through justification and sanctification. Sanctification is not an add-on to our Christian life, as if we could sort of get a first-class salvation by pursuing holiness, but if we don't choose to upgrade, it's okay. No, sanctification through the active pursuit of holy living is part of the way that God saves us. Sanctification does not replace justification. It confirms it. And justification does need to be confirmed by a life of holiness. Again, we can go back to the passage in James that we spoke about on day 13. What good is it if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? No. So also, faith by itself if it doesn't have works, is dead. Meaning, here is a test. That faith which does not produce a pursuit of holiness was never faith to begin with. And here I will quote John Piper from one of his talks about holiness and the process of sanctification. If you go on living in sin, you have no warrant to believe that you are living in Christ. It doesn't mean that you can lose your salvation by living in sin, but that, by living in sin, you can show that you were never saved. We are justified by faith alone, that's it. But the faith that justifies is never alone. And this is John Piper again. It will cause us to hate sin. The faith that justifies will cause us to hate sin and to fight it. And so our holiness confirms that we are truly justified. That confirmation is necessary, not optional. The book of 1 John has some very important things to say about this process of sanctification. 1 John 1 says, This is the message we have heard from him, that is Jesus Christ, and declare to you, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Note again that that is definitively the blood of Jesus that is purifying us, not our works but it is our works that will show us whether we are truly walking in the light or not. 1 John 3, 9 through 10 says, No one who is born of God will continue to sin, because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning, because they have been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. Now, 
This does not mean that we turn inward to our own strength and our own sense of moral perfectionism and try to strain with all of our own might and rip out all of our sins by their roots. This is self-reliance and therefore just another kind of sin. We will never get anything done that way anyways. No, we must go to Romans 8.13. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the flesh, you will live. So the Spirit, which as we just said was a gift, it could never be earned, but it was a gracious gift. If the Spirit is gifted to us, for what purpose is it gifted to us? What does he do now that he is here? He isn't just a good feeling, a sort of sign-on bonus that we get when we convert. No, he empowers us to fight sin. He leads us back into the fight against our own evil desires so that we may be sanctified. And this does not mean that we will never sin. Read the epistles. If we were never going to sin again, there really would be no need for the epistles at all. All of Paul's instructions to the Ephesians like, Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. Or, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Or Paul's instructions to the Roman Christians. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. None of these instructions would be necessary if having the Holy Spirit meant that we would never struggle with sin again on this side of eternity. So what do we do with all this? John Piper says, Let us seek to be as perfect, as holy, as a justified sinner can be in this life. Sometimes this can all feel discouraging. I know that for myself, I sometimes can feel discouraged by the persistence of my own sin. And if you're a Christian, I'm sure you've also felt the same way. But instead of being discouraged, let us take heart. Because we have been justified. We are being sanctified. And one day, when we are reunited with Christ, either through our death or His return, our sanctification process will be complete. We will talk more about the completion of this process as we conclude this podcast series. Music